Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Welcome um, to Coffee and Conversations. As you can see, I am not in the studio this morning, um, but God is so faithful. Um, and I have absolutely nothing to complain about. I'm sorry, I'm adjusting lights. My lights are not here. And typically, I have a set of lights that I keep at the house. Um, but I moved the lights or changed the lights because I was um, and took all my lights to the studio. So if you see me adjusting, it's because those lights are not here. I need my lights to be here. Um, and I need my light laptop to capture this light. Um, I'm going to share something with you that happened yesterday. We're going to continue talking about a sound mind. We do have a sound bite playing on the radio right now. Um, I actually was in a car accident yesterday, and um, God is faithful. And I'm going to tell you how faithful he is to me um, in regards to this car accident that I had yesterday. Um, but let's pray. Let's let me welcome you guys in. Y'all stay tuned in. We still YouTube live, Facebook live, and uh, we got a, a a bit a, a different broadcast playing on. Um, join that right now. Um, Father, we thank you. We thank you for the word this morning. We thank you, Father, for teaching us how to have a sound mind. We thank you, Father, for a fresh anointing one that destroys the yokes of bondage of sickness and disease. We thank you, Father God, that your word will go forth this morning. Holy Spirit, be in, be in me, be in us and be all around us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the word shall prevail, truth shall come forth, and we will operate in the fullness of who you called us to be. Let miracle signs and wonders follow us everywhere. Lord, we thank you for all things in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, oh man, you just don't see. Um, I am beyond grateful, and I'm trying not to cry. I am beyond grateful for what God did for me yesterday. Um, I was um, I was driving, and as I was driving, um, I heard the Lord basically tell me to pay attention, right? Pay attention. You're about to have an accident. Like he told me, pay attention, pay attention. And so as I was driving, not even 30 seconds later, this car had pulled out on me and I was able to, um, I still was hit, but I was able to navigate to a lane that provided me safety. Now, let me tell you something. Had I not been tuned into the whole year, I've been, had I been loud, had my mind down, I need you to hear me. I would not have heard the Lord. I would not have heard the Holy Spirit. And I would have missed what God was saying to me. But because I paused and I paid attention, I was able to um, move and swerve and keep myself or what I feel like the angels kept me from um, a greater wreck or a greater accident because had I not been paying attention, she'd have knocked me into ongoing traffic 
and the traffic that she'd have knocked me in was coming about fast. It was coming intense. It was coming hard. It was coming quick. But because I paused and paid attention and I heard the Holy Holy Spirit, and I can't tell you exactly what, what the words were, but I heard him say accident. And I know he told me to pause and pay attention. And so, yeah, I'm giving God all the glory this morning. And my adrenaline was a little pumped up. And I see the broadcast lagging a little bit on Facebook and I canceled the assignment of the enemy. I have not had a lagging broadcast. I'm not going to have a lagging broadcast. It's going to straighten out and it's going to do exactly what it needs to do. And so I was able to swerve and keep her from knocking into, into the traffic um, and knocking me into the traffic, knocking me over, knocking me into the traffic. And so no other damage was caused. She's fine. But I'm telling you, being tuned into the Holy Spirit, being in position to hear God is essential to your life. You got to have a sound mind. That I, Yesterday did it for me even more on having this sound mind. Yesterday completed the process for me on having this sound mind. And it's through this that this I'm telling you this could have been ugly. I'm telling you this could have been ugly, but he paused me and said, pay attention. He paused me, no distractions, accident. I heard, looked up. Next thing I know, her car is coming, but I'm able to get in safety. And I'm able to get in safety because the Lord was right there talking to me. The Lord was right with me. His angels were all around me. She was fine. Nobody else got damaged. Nobody else got hurt. A car is replaceable. I, I'm not messed up about a, a car that's a car. God gave me an avenue of transportation. He's going to give me another, another avenue of transportation. I just no, I watched and I heard God and I saw how God protected me. So stay tuned in. This is why we're working on this sound mind. This is why we're focused. And this morning, God, God was dealing with me and talking to me. Had my thoughts been anxious? Had I been all over the place? Had I been in a position where I haven't been spending this time focusing and tuning in on hearing the voice of God? I am telling you, I would have missed this. He, he desires to keep us from dangers seen and unseen. He desires to. And I just started thanking the Lord. I was like, Lord, I'm going to thank you. I'm going to give you the glory, right, for this. Because I know without a doubt it was you who protected me and kept me safe and kept this from being worse for anyone else. And the traffic around us was stupid. And nobody else wound up being involved in this accident, but she and I, and I was able to walk away and she was able to walk away. And last night when I was um, laying on the couch and I was just kind of sitting there and I had to go back over the conversation. And as I was going back over the conversation, man, <laughs> we have a good, good father. We have a good, good father. And as I begin to reflect and see all the oncoming traffic that was coming this way and all the traffic that was at me, we have a good, 
I, good, good father, and what the enemy meant for my good. No, we, I mean, for my bad, God set it up for my good. We got a good, good father. Like we got a good, good, we got a good father, man. We got a good father. So I am so grateful to God. I'm so thankful um, to God. Man, my perspective just shifted a little bit more about how the us, when we're tuned in, when, when we're captivated, we're not captivated. We're, we're not anxious. And so this morning, I need you to do me a favor. Go share the video. I want to talk to you a little bit this morning about anxiety. I want to talk to you a little bit this morning about anxiety and anxious thoughts. Y'all going to see me move this light. This light is bothering me because I'm not used to having bad lighting. Y'all going to talk to me this morning a little about, about captivating your anxious thoughts in your sound mind and what that looks like and how to have a sound mind in this and how to um, remain in a sound mind and be in a sound mind and operate in a sound mind. We gotta be a sound mind. We gotta be a sound mind. We gotta be a sound mind. We cannot continue with worldly thoughts and worldly wisdom and always sound mind saved my life yesterday. I know it did. Being of sound mind saved my life yesterday. So I'm your testimony this morning. Being of sound mind saved my life. Being of sound mind, being clear to hear him, to be able to hear him saved my life yesterday and saved some other lives yesterday. Had I not been of sound mind, had I been anxious, had I been worried, had I been consumed, had I been all over the place, this wouldn't have worked out this way. And so you got to learn how to captive those anxious thoughts. The Lord had me look up the word captive this morning and captive means we imprisoned. So see this little toy and my son's toy is in my hand. If I captive a thought, I imprison that thought. That thought is imprisoned in my mind. And so if it just kind of, you know, if my hand, I'm shaking my hand, that thought just kind of rolls around in my mind. That thought is just kind of held tight in my mind. That's what happen, happens when we hold a thought captive. That's what happens when we hold a thought captive. We've imprisoned that thought in our mind. We're holding on tightly through the thought. When you hold thoughts captive, when you hold thoughts captive, that's where anxiety comes from. When you hold a thought captive, when you hold on to a thought intense, intensely, where the thought, if, if the thought is not a right thought or a good thought, then that's where anxiety comes in because the thought is being held captive. The thought is being held captive. The thought is imprisoned. The thought is stuck there. And the reason that the thought is stuck there is because you believed in that thought at some capacity and some place. If we go over to 2 Corinthians and the 10th verse, 10 and 5, it says, we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So instead of having captive thoughts that are not obedient to Christ, what we're trying to learn in the sound mind is to have captive thoughts that are obedient to Christ. 
Your thoughts have to be captivated in prison to Christ-like thinking and not to this world's way of thinking. And what we've been doing for way too long is thinking the way the world thinks, thinking the way the world thinks, responding the way the world responds, acting the way that the world acts. And the Lord is like, you're never gonna tap into the fullness of everything that I'm calling you to tap into. If you have this continuous, captive, wrong, negative thoughts in our mind, there's no wisdom in negative, wrong, captive thoughts. And so anxiety is going to come. Anxiety is going to come when you've imprisoned or held on to wrong, captive thoughts. So let me give you an example. Um, if you have a thought about how someone feels about you, you may not even know that, that this thought is true. You may not even know that this thought is true because you haven't been big, bad, or bold enough to even have this conversation with them. And so, you oh, she don't like me. Um, she's always getting at me. She's always picking at me. And so you've held this thought captive about this person for a long period of time. And then instead of you listening to the Holy Spirit, which tells us in the scripture, if you got an ought with your brother or sister, go talk to them about it you'll continue to hold on to that thought. And what usually I find the Lord does, he'll bring us in a situation and then you'll find out without a doubt that this person wasn't paying you any attention or didn't mean anything by that or didn't even care anything about what you thought this person cared about. And so anxiety begins to sit in. This is so powerful when you are holding on to captive or imprisoning negative thoughts. This is why the enemy can play on your insecurities. This is why the enemy can play on your doubt. This is why the enemy can play on your fears because you've held something captive. And because you've held something captive, he just takes whatever it is that you held captive and begin to work that process out and work it over in your head. And then you become consumed by something consumed by something that isn't even the truth. That's why I'm wicked and vain imaginations. That's why the Lord said, no, only think on things that are noble, pure, noteworthy. Those are the only things that you need to be thinking on. And the only reason that you need to be thinking on these things is because I'm trying to keep you from living an anxious life. I'm trying to keep you from living a fearful life. I'm trying to keep you from living a worried life because I know you're missing the opportunity to walk into the fullness of what I've called you into. I'm not walking to. Um, so you have to ask yourself today, am I, really, <laughs> are, are, am I really thinking the way God wants me to think? How much of my world, how much of my mind is conformed to this world's way of thinking? How much of my mind is consumed to conform to this world way of thinking? He says, surely you have things turned around. Shall the potter be esteemed, esteemed for the clay? For shall the things made say of him who made it, he did not make it? Or shall the thing formed say of him who formed it, he has no understanding? If God formed us and fashioned us, we should have understanding of absolutely everything. 
We should have understanding of absolutely everything. Why? Because God formed us and he fashioned us. So there's to be a wisdom to us. So the question for this morning is, how much of my mind is actually really conformed to this world? How much of my mind is really conformed? How much of my mind is this world's thinking? Romans 12 and 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Are you really renewing your mind with the word of God? Are you continuously allowing those same thoughts to be held captive in your mind? Same negative thinking, same anxious thinking, same wrongful thinking, same wrongful thoughts. Holding on to those thoughts continuous and in a continuous pattern is keeping you from living the best successful life. I told you yesterday, that scripture was so powerful in Isaiah, Isaiah 30 and one. It says, woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel, but not of me and who devise plans, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. If you add plans, that are not God of God's spirit, you're going to continue to make bad decisions. You're going to continue to have wrong relationships. And what he says is you're going to continue to add sin to sin. We are seeking wisdom for the wrong places. And because we are seeking wisdom for the wrong places, we are not operating in a sound mind. If I had not been of sound mind, when the Holy Ghost was telling me this accident was about to happen yesterday, I would not have been able to get out the way. If my thoughts were cluttered with junk and stuff and all this other stuff, I would not have been able to get out the way. And I don't know that we would have been doing coffee and conversations this morning based on the elements around me, based on when God let me reverse the movie scene around me. I don't know that we would have done coffee and conversations this morning. And the reason being, but because my mind was, mind was so sound, because I was in the presence of the Lord, because the angels of protection around me, I was able to hear God. I was able to hear God. Think about in your own life, all of the things that could be prevented, all of the things that could be prevented if your mind is sound. Think about all the things that you can prevent. Think about it, your finances, your relationships. Think about this morning, man, what are all the things, the accidents, the mistakes that I can prevent by operating in a sound mind, by abandoning these worldly wisdoms, by getting away these thoughts, by releasing these negative thoughts that are only being toxic in my body. Think about all the things that I can be preventing, but also begin to think about all the things that could be happening, all the joy you could experience, all the wisdom you could experience, all the love you can experience, all the freedom you can experience. People often today seek to achieve sound mind through wrong things. If, instead of calling the Holy Ghost or calling and talking to God about a circumstance, a situation, you'll go get good judgment from other people. Well, they have wisdom. Good judgment isn't always God's wisdom. Good, good judgment. That's why I tell you, seek the Lord. Seek his face. Seek him early. That's why the scripture tells you, get him in, in the night and in the morning so that you can know, yeah, 
Rodney is going to remove distractions from a sound mind. You're not going to have these anxious all over the place of thought. Right thinking can only come from exercising the Holy Spirit. That's, that's where right thinking comes from. So our question today, so that we can operate in the sound mind is, how much of your mind, how much of your mind is conformed to this world? How much of your mind? How much of my mind is this world's thinking? How much of my mind has settled on less than what God has for me because I got thoughts. If it's not noble, if it's not pure, if it's not trustworthy, if it's not of good report, that is not coming from God. Remember Paul told Timothy, he said, baby, that fear you got, that fear that you're experiencing, that fear is not coming from God. That worry is not coming from God. That thing that you're experiencing is not coming from God. That's not from God. That's not, that's not of God. Those anxious thoughts are not of God. I'm going to leave you with this final scripture. And we all have heard this scripture so many times. But in Philippians, he tells us all the time, be anxious for nothing. That's what Paul was saying to them. Look, you need you ain't got time to be anxious. Anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer, making your request known, saying to him without a doubt, Lord, look. Do everything without murmuring and complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Be anxious for nothing. Paul, all over in Philippians, you know, we've been in Philippians, has been talking to us about our thoughts. Always be full of joy, the Lord says. Always be full of joy. Well, if the Lord is telling you to be always full of joy, how can your thoughts be anything else? If the Lord is saying always, that, that's uh, Philippians 4, 4, always be full of joy. If we're to always be full of joy, then how can our thoughts be absolutely anything else? You don't have time for your thoughts to be anything else. So I'm just saying to you this morning, Renew your mind. You got to get, you got to understand those negative, anxious, worried thoughts are not of a sound mind. I'm not of a, I just proved to you what a sound mind looks like. I'm just telling you, a sound mind saved my life. A sound mind prevented a worse thing from happening. A sound mind prevented a worse thing from happening. Why? Because I understand the scripture literally. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Thank you for that, Holy Ghost. And the accident couldn't have been no worse and was not going to be a worse because my appointed time hasn't come yet. I thank you for that, Holy Ghost, this morning. Thank you. I love how he talks to me. He said, no, the accident couldn't have been worse. And he said, the reason the accident couldn't have been worse is because you're a point or set time. And so listening to the Holy Ghost, what was a prevention for me yesterday? It couldn't have been worse. It's not my set or point in time. I still got to fulfill my purpose in this earth. So I thank the Lord for that. And I thank the Holy Spirit for correction for that right now. No, it couldn't have been worse, baby, because you ain't fulfilled your set or point in time yet. So the Lord is, is desiring for you to operate in a sound mind, sound in your finances, sound in your relationships. If you have relationships, and you're anxious about those relationships, and your thoughts are captive all the time to negative thoughts, you got to back back. Ask yourself, 
Why is there anxiety in this relationship? What lie have I began to believe about this relationship? If you have anxiety in your finances, capture the thought. What lie have I begun to believe about my finances? Why am I not trusting the word in my finances? Why am I not trusting the word in my relationship? Why am I trusting more of what this world says than what the word says? Same thing about your purpose, your future, your identity. If you're having anxiety about those things, why am I doing? Those are not normal, regular thoughts. That's not from God. That's not from God. That is the accuser of the brother. And I told you the other day, if he can get you to think like that, if he can get you to think like that, then, then he knows that you're offset and you're off your purpose. If I was not in a good mood, if I was, I was actually meditating on favor when the accident <laughs> was about to happen. I was meditating. My aunt sent me some scriptures on favor and I was meditating on what she said. I was meditating on that favor. Meditating and favor went before me yesterday and the Lord was around me and my mind was not wise in my own eyes. My, my mind was wise in the Lord. So if you're tired of restless up at night, not sleeping, somebody asked me yesterday, they were like, do you sleep? I said, man, I sleep all the time <laughs> and I sleep good all the time. And the reason that I sleep good all the time is because I'm not taking nothing to bed with me that I can't solve. I'm not taking anything to bed with me. If I can't solve it, it doesn't get to go to bed with me. I, all, all I want to go to bed with at night is the word in my head, the peace and the blood all around me, right? And the thoughts of how good I'm going to feel the next day because I'm getting ready to get enough rest. Well, that's it. We are out of time. So we got to figure out how to unrelease those negative thoughts, release those negative thoughts, let go of them. They're imprisoned in your mind and they're not doing you any good. And they're keeping you from fulfilling and experiencing the fullness of what God has so much more for you. God has so much more for you. Y'all want more information? LakeishaMJohnson.com. Hey, ladies, Pillow Talk, March 2nd. Don't miss this opportunity. So many of y'all said, if you bring another Pillow Talk, I'm going to be there. Do not miss this opportunity. Um, the tickets are selling. I was seeing things come in yesterday. Do not miss this opportunity. It's only limited space. It's a little bit of a mini conference. Got three other speakers coming in. Going to talk to you about your purpose. We're going to teach you how to live spirit, soul, and body. Uh, fellas, sew a ticket into a woman today. Sew a ticket into a woman. Inbox me, mail me, and say, hey, I'm going to sponsor a couple ladies for your conference and pay for a woman or pay for somebody around you. Don't miss this opportunity. Pillow talk. God is going to do something significant for pillow talk. And I know anytime the enemy is coming at me, God is about to do something big, big, big. This is our due season. Time for you to operate in a sound mind. Time for you to get rid of those captive thoughts, those things that you've been holding on to. 
that do not line up with the word of God. For more information, log on to. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.